there is no such thing as perfection. What we have is living each day, learning from mistakes made. But you can strive for perfection. Join me, Ify, on Directions, Mondays, Wednesdays and Fridays from half past noon, where I'll be rubbing minds with influencers and certified therapists on a quest to walk you down the right path. Directions, touching lives one issue at a time. Mondays, Wednesdays and Fridays. Join the conversation, hashtag Directions. You're listening to Directions and Lagos Talks 991.3. Hello. Hi, everyone. Okay. I repeat. Hello, everyone. Good afternoon. Welcome to Directions. Of course, you all know the T. Directions is here to tell you what to do and how to go about it. Now, today's topic and Directions is actually a very sensitive topic in the sense that it has to do with grief. Yeah, I know, right? But then, you know, every day life has changes and some of these changes are inevitable. Now, we all pray for happy times, but there are times that you just can't help what happens and what becomes of certain issues, the outcome of certain situations. So here today, we're going to be talking about grief and how to cope. Now, we're not um, we're not glorifying grief, but then some sometimes grief and loss is inevitable. Even if someone was to live 100 years and they pass on, you would definitely miss them. Now, you're going to be learning how to cope. So let's go on by defining what grief is. So grief is a natural response to loss. Pardon me. Aside's welcoming you to Directions. My name is Paula. I'm your host, Radio Genge. The time is 12.28 and you're tuned into Lagos Talks 91.3 FM. And today's edition of Directions, like I just said earlier on, is on grief. Now, grief, to go on to the definition, is a natural response to loss. It's the emotional suffering you feel when something or someone you love is taken away. Often the pain of loss can feel overwhelming, and you may experience all kinds of difficult and unexpected emotions, from shock or anger to disbelief, guilt, and profound sadness. Now, the pain of grief can also disrupt your physical health, making it difficult to sleep, to eat, or even to think straight. These are normal reactions to loss. However, the more significant the loss, the more intense your grief will be. Coping with the loss of someone or something you love is one of life's biggest challenges. You may associate grieving with the death of a loved one, which is often the cause of the most intense type of grief. But any loss whatsoever can cause grief. Now, quickly, we're going to go on to talk about the kinds of grief. So there's a divorce or the relationship breakup. There is the loss of health. There is the loss of a job. There is a loss of financial stability. There is a miscarriage, which is the loss of a child or fetus. There is the loss. um, There is retirement, which is ending a certain career. There's death of a pet, loss of a pet, an animal pet, loss of a cherished dream, which could be a goal or an ambition. Then there's also a loved one's serious terminal illness. There's the loss of a friendship. There's a loss of safety after a trauma. And there's the sale of the family home property. Now, when it comes to sale of property, it has to do with the memories attached to a certain property 
and just being so <laughs> feeling like that you want this property or this home to be in your life forever because it holds a lot of memories and of course you can't take that away but you can also bring back those memories so even subtle losses in life can trigger a sense of grief for example you might grieve after moving away from home graduating from college or changing jobs whatever your loss it's personal to you so don't feel ashamed about how you feel or believe that it's kind of like inappropriate to grieve for certain things i mean no 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 uh no situation or no object should be seen as irrelevant or too small insignificant to be grieved about now the person the animal the relationship or the situation was significant to you it's normal to grieve the loss you're experiencing whatever the cause of your grief though there are healthy ways now to go about how to cope with the pain in time you can ease the sadness you might not take it all away immediately but then it helps you cope and then you come to terms with the loss and you find a new meaning and eventually you move on now what's the grieving process it's highly one thing you must know about a grieving process it's highly individual and when it comes to everyone it's unique people are allowed to grieve in their own way meaning there's no manual there's no map there's no so there's no way no exact way or any steps any hierarchy on how you should grieve you're allowed to grieve the way you want however avoid turning to certain things when i say certain things i mean biases we could include use of substance or self-harm now let's go on how to deal with the grieving process now first of all you have to acknowledge your pain you have to you have to tell yourself oh this is what i'm grieving about i know i'm in pain and this is how i feel i'm not gonna lie and say it's not there no it's there it's very much there this is how i feel now you have to accept that grief can trigger many different and unexpected emotions when i say different and unexpected emotions i mean it can bring tears it can bring out anger bursts of anger you might lash out you might be quiet you might be you might suffer loss of appetite you might just not want to get out of bed there's so many things so understand that your grieving process will be unique to you you don't have to grieve necessarily the way others are grieving or you don't have to find someone grieving the way you grieve you just have to do what you feel feels right by you so seek out a face-to-face -face support from people who care about you now you can surround yourself with family or friends or people who are just there to offer you all the moral support and the comfort you need in such a trying time you can also support yourself emotionally by taking care of yourself physically this is actually one thing i subscribe to so i'm actually um one to deal with heartbreak by working out yes i'm not in my best shape now trust me i, I think i might be heartbroken but then I've just been thinking, I mean, it's 1st of June. What other way to start and get the revenge buddy, you know? But the truth is, minus the revenge buddy, it also helps you, like, you know, just cope with pain. You know, exercise is known to release certain happy hormones in the body, if they're called endorphins, I think. So they help you feel happier. That way, you know, after a run, you're panting for breath. Well, you just suddenly feel happy and like you can take on the world also you have to recognize the difference between grief and depression it's a very thin line 
Now, the stages of grief. In 1969, psychiatrist Elizabeth Kubler-Ross introduced what became known as the five stages of grief. The stages of grief were based on her studies of the feelings of patients facing terminal illnesses. But many people have generalized them to other types of negative life changes and losses, such as the death of a loved one or a breakup. Now, these stages of grief are denial. The first is denial, meaning this can't be happening to me when you feel like, oh, this is wrong. Like this, <laughs> it can't be me. Like, oh, we all, we all say that every now and then, like me, me, ke, Lila, it's not me. Then there's anger. The second on the list is anger. Why is this happening to me? Who is to blame? Of course, sometimes we feel like we don't deserve certain things that happen to us and even someone else might have triggered it and caused it and you feel like this is where you feel like you need closure like why is this happening to me of course like someone else has to take the blame for this someone caused this it's not me then number three on the list is bargaining now uh, bargaining is wow it's a, it's a whole it's ambiguous it's a whole topic but this is like um I don't know. It's just a way of trying to avoid a certain thing, like telling someone, okay, avoid this happening and in return, I'll reward you. Like maybe you're trying to, if it's, it has to do with a control, the ability to have a situation under control. So bargaining means you're trying to tell someone like, hey, if you can put this in check, I'll reward you for this. That is bargaining. Number four is depression. Now, when it comes to depression, it's, oh my God, depression is just everyone at some point has faced it. Some have battled it. Some are still battling it when it comes to grief. I feel like it's really the hardest part. And that's why it's number four on the list, because number five is somewhat, um, it's a relief. But at number four, depression is the ability of being, is the act, sorry, of being too sad to do anything. Like, you know, when you wake up and you're like, what's my reason for living you don't want to get out of bed you don't want to do anything you just want to stay right where you are and then number five is acceptance i'm at peace with what happened now from acceptance acceptance is actually the final stage and it's the hardest to come by because for you to get to number five which is acceptance you have to be able to have overcome all of the four stages and healed now, if you're experiencing any of these emotions following a loss, it may help to know that your reaction is natural and that you heal in time. We always hear time heals everything. Yes, just that some time <laughs> takes longer than others, but trust me, you surely arrive at your destination and that's healing. Now, however, not everyone who grieves goes through all the stages and that's okay. You might not go through, um, you know, there are five there. You might not go through denial. You might know that, oh, it's actually happening you might not even be angry now you might be shocked not angry you might not bargain i mean you you might it might not be a controlled situation where you tell someone okay put this in check and i'll reward you not you might not be of that so it's okay to know that um you might not actually necessarily go through either or all of these stages but it's okay but in fact some people resolve their griefs without going through 
any of this. Now, a known fact is some people resolve their grief without going through any of these stages. And if you do go through any of these stages of grief, you probably won't experience them in a neat sequential order. So don't worry about what you should be feeling or what stage you're supposed to be in. Kubler-Ross herself, who is a psychiatrist who came up with these five stages, she never intended for these stages to be a rigid framework that applies to everyone who mourns. In her last book before her death in 2004, she said of the five stages of grief, they were never meant to help talk messy emotions into neat packages. They are responses to loss that many people have. But there is not a typical response to loss as there is no typical loss. Our grieving is as individual as our lives. Now we've seen that um, grief can actually be a roller coaster. It's a series of stages and you know it has ups and downs and it has the highs and the lows. The difficult periods should become less intense and shorter as time goes by but it takes time to walk through a loss. Even years after a loss especially a special event such as a family wedding or the birth of a child we may still experience a strong sense of grief okay so quickly we'll go over to the symptoms of grief now when it comes to the symptoms of grief while loss affects people in different ways many of us experience the following symptoms when we are grieving just remember that at almost anything that you experience in the early stages of grief is normal including feeling like you're losing your mind like you're in a bad dream or you question your spiritual beliefs you question your ideals your philosophies it's okay so emotional symptoms is actually a whole nother department on its own when it comes to emotional symptoms we have shock and disbelief now right after a loss it can be hard to accept what happened you might feel numb you might have trouble believing that the loss really did happen or even you might deny the truth if a pet or a loved one has died for example you may keep expecting them to show up even though you know they're gone. Now there's sadness. The profound sadness is probably the most universally experienced symptom of grief. I feel like this is the major component of grief. Grief and sadness go hand in hand. There's no grief without sadness, right? So you may have feelings of emptiness, despair, yearning, or deep loneliness. You may also cry a lot or feel emotionally unstable. There's also guilt. Now, when it comes to guilt, you may regret or feel guilty about things you did or didn't say or do. You may also feel guilty about certain things or you might even feel, okay, now this is funny. I'm going to tell it this is, you may feel guilty about certain things such as the relief when a person dies after a long, difficult illness. Like maybe you've had someone, a loved one going in and out of the hospital incurring bills you know requiring care and time and for some reason it's not like you wouldn't do it if you if you can you will do it if you have the chance to but it's taking a toll on finances on time on your health and on family now there's this sense of relief now you're going to miss the person of course because you might never see them you will never see them on this earth you know for those of us who believe in the afterlife but um just knowing that they're not there and you can actually catch your breath now. It's a bit relieving. Now you might feel guilty for having that sort of feeling of relief. You might even feel guilty for not doing more to prevent the loss, even if it was completely out of your hands. Now there's fear. 
When it comes to fear, a significant loss can trigger a host of worries and fears. If you've lost a partner, a job, or a home, for example, you will feel anxious, you would feel helpless, you would feel insecure about what the future might hold. You might even have panic attacks. The death of a loved one can trigger fears about your own mortality or facing life without the person or the responsibilities to face all by yourself. Now, when it comes to um, the last one here, when it comes to emotional grief, there's anger. Now, anger is also a component of grief that's inevitable. Why? It might not be violent anger. It could even be directed at you who's grieving. It might be directed at someone else, but it might even be directed at the person. Like, um, for example, if there was a loss of a loved one, it might be directed at the lo- the person, the deceased, the person who passed on. Like some people just feel like, how could you leave me? But note that it was out of their control and out of your own control as well. Now, even if the loss was nobody's fault, you may feel angry and resentful. If you lost a loved one, you may be angry with yourself. You may be angry with, <laughs> I mean, God. And you might be angry with the doctors or the caregivers. You might be angry with the deceased like i mentioned you may feel the need to blame someone for the injustice that was done to you now um we're going on to the physical symptoms of grief now when we think of grief as a strictly emotional process but grief often most times it involves physical problems and now these problems can be fatigue they can be nausea they could be lowered immunity they could be weight loss or weight gain They could be aches and pains, and they could be insomnia. Now, there are different types of grief. Now, since since the experience of grieving following the loss of someone or something is important to you and tends to be unique to you, it's actually quite difficult to label any kind of grief as either normal or abnormal. However, there are certain types of grief that fall outside the expected symptoms and the reactions are described below. Now, there's the anticipatory grief. Now, as the name suggests, anticipatory grief develops before a significant loss occurs rather than after. So we'll be going on a break shortly because this is a whole nother topic. You're tuning into Lagos Talks 91.3. You're still on the show directions and I'll be with you shortly after. Hang in there. <laughs> 